Brooklyn at ICN Studios in Brooklyn. I'm Jana Jefferson, and this is And Friends with Jana Jefferson. Every other week, me and a new guest host each time are going to discuss the latest in pop culture, the industry, life, and more. And today's guest is none other than Dan English. How are you today? I am doing great. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me out here. Yeah, I'm glad that you're here. Long time no see. Seriously. Listen to this, uh, listeners. Dan and I grew up together. We were, well, not grew up, grew up. We met in, min- in middle school. We were in the same high school. Go Rockets. And uh, <laughs> That is a Go blast Rockets. from the past. Holy crap. Go Rockets. Have you been to our old stomping ground since graduation? Yeah, I have. I mean, my little sister was mm-hmm. there for a while. I think so. our sister's in the same grade. Four years younger? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's that. I, yep. <laughs> so before every episode officially begins, um, I don't know if you remember, but I love Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, we do a Beyonce mood of the day. So you okay. can use like a lyric, a song, title, um, whatever to describe how you're feeling today. So what would you say your Beyonce mood of the day is oh, today? Wow. <laughs> um, what is the Jack White song? On Lemonade. Don't hurt yourself. That is my favorite song. Yeah. The one that they collabed on. It was so well done. Like, I remember when I was watching Lemonade, and I'm like, is that Jack White? I had the same reaction. It just works so perfectly together. And how she, like, works so... She's so good. I know. And that's why I love her. How was my Beyonce mood of the day today? Um... I really don't know. I don't know if I have one. I feel like all of my Beyonce mood of the days are usually, like, really stress-related. Yeah. So... I don't know. I last don't song you listened to by her. The last song I listened to by Beyonce? Yeah. Oh, man. I could just pull up my iPod yeah. and see. Um, I think it was... I think it was Sweet Dreams. Okay. I think it just like popped up on the shuffle, and I'm like, well, this is what's happening. There you go. Okay, listeners, remember, I've created a Spotify playlist for the Beyonce Mood of the Day, so you search Spotify, Beyonce Mood of the Day, and follow it. Please. <laughs> each song mentioned by myself and my friends to start off the show have been and will be added to the playlist after each episode you can stay up to date. On your Beyonce discography, because you never know when she's going to drop something. Never know. It could be today. It could be tomorrow. Never know. It's going to happen. So the first section of the show is called Talk of the Town. It's just talking about like something that's happened in the world. Mm. And we only have one time for like one story, but it's a pretty big story anyway. Mm. Uh, Fergie fucked up the national anthem, and we need to discuss it. I think I saw that on, oh I saw God. a video on uh, social media and I was laughing hysterically, but I did not know that that was Fergie. Really? <laughs> no. I oh, no. And I love Fergie, so I'm like, damn, I love her. I feel bad. It's the thing. You know? like, that you must know really what? suck. Um, I had it recorded of the NBA All-Star game, so I started it a little bit late. So my sister was texting me and she's like, oh, just letting you know Fergie can't sing the national anthem. I'm like, Oh, okay. I'll get there in a second because I had to sit through Kevin Hart's terrible intros. Um, so when I got to the Fergie part, I was like, oh. Because Fergie's like really extra anyway. She is. So this was like, it was not very surprising that she tried to like zhuzh it up. But at the same time, it's like, Fergie. What part did she <laughs> screw up? Which uh, She just like didn't sing it well at all. Okay. Like she like j- made it very jazzy and it sounded like... She sounded like a like a drunken bar singer. Oh no! Yeah, so she was just like, um, what did she Fergie. say? Br- banner, yeah, wave. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it was just like you know banner. I was banner. That the, was it. The video that I saw was, um, of course, it was World Star. Yes. Um, and it was it was just like all the players just yes. their reactions oh my to the song, God. and it's priceless. Yeah, I was, I was in Draymond stitches. Green was like cracking up lebron tried to keep it together but didn't but couldn't steph curry was dying he was dying and then they showed like the audience like chance the rapper was there he was dying yep. uh jimmy kimmel was just like yep. wow <laughs> this is this is wild <laughs> jimmy kimmel cracks me up he does but he was he was it was rough it was really bad but have i there's been a lot of really bad like anthems recently yeah like i remember what, i guess it's the pressure i think it might Maybe, be the I mean, pressure I've never sang the anthem at any event, um, so I shouldn't be shit talking. But I, I feel the pressure. I feel like, but you got to get that right. Exactly. It's like, like, come on. I feel like when you're trying so hard to like zhuzh it up and make it your own, you forget like 
that it's still like a sick not sick it's like lost it's lost her but it's not like yeah. a it, it's like an important song to uh, a bunch of people mm-hmm. not i said the cat but like <laughs> <laughs> i don't really care about the anthem but i i know what i want to hear in my anthems and it's not <laughs> it's no, not definitely. that she sounded so like groggy She's just extra. She's yeah. just very extra. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it now. It was because I only saw the uh, World, World she, Star video. She's just so. like she's very. And here's the thing: like when Fergie has songs in her range, she sounds fine. And when she's doing like her sing talking, like Fergalicious, that's fine too. Yeah. But you're not a jazz singer, so why would you try to do a jazz rendition of the Star Spangled Banner? That's that doesn't make any sense. That's and some, it sounds yeah. stupid. It's a bad setup. It was it's like she set her she set herself bad, up to fail, and like the people around her weren't like, "Hey, girl, maybe you should like not do this. Maybe do a different approach." Like no I one mean, told her. She had her. to have been in rehearsals with people. Exactly, and, and like, no one was like, like. So <laughs> uh, we were giving it some thought, and <laughs> maybe don't do that. <laughs> maybe not. Not this time. Do less. Oh my Sometimes god. Sometimes you gotta do less. Yeah, and they gotta tell Fergie more often to do less because yeah. that girl does the most. She does a lot. A lot. She does a lot. She does a lot. Man, I do love Fergie though, and I wish her the best. Yeah. She finally, like, she apologized. She was like, "I, this, I guess this wasn't the intended note I wanted to strike." I'm like, oh, it wasn't oh. a several intended notes <laughs> that you didn't want to strike, but you. you we should. have a whole list of <laughs> unintended notes. It was pretty rough it was rough who are some of your favorite like national anthems oh um christina aguilera has killed it i think or or has she screwed it up she was the one that sang it wrong (laughs) yeah she was just kidding she she, uh, messed up the words on the um... she was one of my favorite fails oh okay (laughs) maybe maybe that's what i was thinking um damn i don't know i gotta think about that i feel like whitney Um, houston's like the only one that really matters she's amazing do you know that she lip sang that no, and I'm I, sorry to ruin your damn, day. Oh my god, the world just crashed around me. I mean, she like technically sang it. It just had some bells and whistles attached. Yeah, to it. that's. Oh god. I'm sorry, everybody. Okay. I thought it was common knowledge. Uh, probably was. I just. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I didn't sorry. know that. It's okay, Jana. It's okay. I'll forgive you. <laughs> awesome. So since we only had time for that one, that's still like a very important topic to talk about. We're gonna get to our questions with the guests. So tell the audience at home a little bit about why you're here tonight. So um, I'm here to talk about acting and some projects. Acting. 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 So yeah, I'm, I've been an actor for since high school. I started doing it in high school. Hey, Dan and English was the lead in like every... No. Were you in eight? You were in like all... Were you in all eight plays or was Aiden in all eight plays? Aiden okay. was in Shout all eight Shout out to plays. Aiden Fulton. Shout out. Oh my God, he's going to oh lose it. Oh my God, I love Aiden. He's going to lose it when I tell him that we, we gave him a shout oh out. He's going to... Oh my God, I love Aiden so go much. Go berserk. But continue. But, um, yeah, I started doing it in high school and it was totally something that I thought was going to be like a big joke, like I was in a drama class and, and our, our drama teacher in high were school. Were we in the same drama class? We probably were. Second period, freshman year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I remember that so well. I, I don't either. I don't, I don't remember that. And I don't that, remember freshman don't. year at all. I, it's Like it's I feel like my memories blurry. of high school began like junior year and I don't know why. Yeah. Like, I don't I, remember I the never, first two years of my life. I never intended there. to be a theater kid. That was mm-hmm. like, it, I, I took drama because it's supposed to be easy. Mm-hmm. And... And, you know, I got involved in the shows late because I didn't do it freshman year. I did it starting sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, was, I wasn't really taking it seriously. It was something to do. Some friends of ours were doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, people who are now my best friends of all time. Mm-hmm. And um, and now it's something that I'm actively pursuing professionally and in Look school for. And, you know, sometimes you even get paid to do it, which is crazy. And that's like even just makes it makes the, the tea sweeter. It's really does. Out- it's it makes my mind spin, but um, yeah. So I've been doing that for a while now, and um, you know, always working on a couple different things. But um, I'm in school now. I'm studying the mm-hmm. Meisner technique, which is. I was is, just uh, about to ask you, like, what technique you usually use in acting, because there's several. Right. Exactly. Um, so historically speaking, I was just kind of doing my own thing. I was just. <laughs> this is how I, I was like. This is what I need to <laughs> arrive at, and I'm going to try a bunch of things until it happens mm-hmm. and and you know that that 
sometimes was a process that was a little more dangerous than I thought. And so now I'm in school and we're studying a very, very intense, but well thought out and um, perfected technique. Awesome. The Meisner technique. Sandy Meisner was uh, one of one of the current contemporary acting teachers of this time. He put a lot of the best actors on the map. Like who? Like who? Um, he Well, he was part of a group of people mm-hmm. who essentially invented contemporary modern acting. Him, Stella Adler. Um, I know about Stella Adler. Stella Ad- Uta Hagen. These are oh, a couple. And, and they're all very, they're all teachers that are kind of along the same line of, mm-hmm. of thinking, but they have different schools of thought. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Marlon Brando, Al Pacino. Marlon Brando. De Niro. Like, I mean. Robert De Niro is a name, national, international treasure. Oh, totally. Man, he's, and, he's and just he's, so talented. I've, I've actually seen him do talks live and he is very stone-faced for someone who, you know, you've seen play, Mm -hmm. you know, a hundred different characters. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you see him as Robert De Niro, it's like, well, that's it. (laughs) That's how he is? But, I mean, he's he's awesome. So for you, what is easier, comedic acting or dramatic acting? Oh, wow. I mean, that's that's a hard question. Um, I'd say they're, they're pretty equal. I think one of the things that's really interesting about that question is that um, something that you can learn from pretty much any Shakespeare comedy or tragedy is that every comedy has tragedy in it mm-hmm. and every tragedy has comedy mm-hmm. in it. I recently saw, um, probably one of the best performances of Hamlet ever. Um, and I was, I was great. I was thankful enough to be in the actual room where it was happening. And, um, there were so many funny scenes in Hamlet, the greatest mm-hmm. tragedy. Well, like that, you know, the Scottish <laughs> play. Um, but it was, um. It was truly incredible, and and there were so many funny moments, but it was Hamlet. It was a tragedy. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of emotional complexity, what would you say has been your most challenging role to date? Wow. Um, so it's another hard question to answer. I'm being difficult, but um, <laughs> so you know, there was I've I've had a lot of roles as kind of along my career of being you know, kind of familiar with the technique and how to how to be an actor and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just doing whatever. And then for, you know, more recently, um, I've gotten to play roles where I think I'm a little bit more comfortable in, in deciphering what, you know, the emotional problem is. But um, it was it was pretty challenging to play Judas. Um, okay, I and saw that. You saw that. Yeah. That was that was right after high school. I think that was the summer before college. It was. Yeah. It was. I remember me and my friends went. It was like in that little cute little church. Yes, it was. And that is a. It's like a hard. Like if you guys don't know, we're talking about Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, on live television soon. Yeah, John Legend I is playing Jesus. I don't know how I feel about that because I don't really? know. I'm I don't know stoked. if John Legend can hit the notes. Oh, I'm, I I think he can. I'm pretty sure he, they wouldn't put him in the role if he couldn't. But we'll see. I mean, I'm a little nervous. I mean, and they're going to change it for him. Oh, yeah, that's they're true. Gonna they usually I ch- I, Listen, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, when you saw me play that part, those were not the notes that were written. I I promise you, Jaina, they were not. But um, <laughs> That was not my note. <laughs> but, I mean, going back to what you were saying, you know, playing the ultimate betrayer mm-hmm. is, that's a trip. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely at a time where I was like, you know, really wanted to get more serious about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I admittedly don't read the bible and i i kept a bible with me because i was reading i was reading you know method acting i was reading a method Aim up, well, um sorry to be the, the particular one <laughs> okay. but um you know i was i was keeping a bible with me and I, I think i learned a lot about myself i learned about about a lot about um just a story one of the greatest stories ever told mm-hmm. which is you know the story of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, that superstar. Great guy. <laughs> so is there a type of role that you've always wanted to play but haven't gotten the opportunity to do yet? Um, that's a great question. All your questions are great. Jan- Janie, you're just yeah! really killing it. Come on, Ryder University. Um, journalism classes. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I-, I would love to play because I'm also a musician. I think, you know, you know that, that before I even got into acting, I was very mm-hmm. serious about music. And, you know, still am less less so, but I would love to have a role given to me that challenged me in a way that was both musical, um, instrumental, mm-hmm. and, um, like, I would have to play guitar or piano or bass or something like that, and, you know, have a, a complex character and circumstance to sort mm-hmm. out. That would be pretty cool. That would be 
be cool. Yeah. You still play the guitar? I do. Okay, good. I do. Good. Yeah. Never give that up because you were good I at won't. it. Oh, thanks, Jaina. Look at Jaina. She's so sweet. Memories. So you're the lead in a developing off-Broadway play. I know there's not yes. much you can share, yes. but like, what's the genre? What do you hope in the audience will get out of it? Um, so it is. I would say it's a serial comedy. Mm-hmm. It's um, a dramatic play with very, very comedic moments, somewhere in the middle of a. A comedy and a serious drama, mm-hmm. um, and I am playing one of America's favorite authors, Dr. Seuss. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not playing. <laughs> I was but, gonna say, um, like, I kind of hope it's not that, like a very dark twist on like the cat in the hat. That's a cool idea, <laughs> and you should write that down right damn now. Awesome. That would be cool. What? Whoa. Are we going to have an offline conversation I about this after the show? I think we need to talk about this idea. I need to see if we can recruit like. Of a, like a very dark. Can you imagine the? Cat I'm gonna call and Aiden hat. right after. Oh my god, the cat and, and the hat him... <laughs> on Broadway, like a twisted, dark. Oh man, that would be something. We should get let's, the right. We gotta, for that. we gotta get this going. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Let's put like the car, the copyright C on that. Right yeah, now. I, that's all I can think about right now. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, we're gonna talk about that later. But um, yeah, it's it's um a play about. It's actually about more than one writer mm-hmm. and um, a really, you know, their friendship, and it, you know, it it goes through a very interesting relationship between the two of them, yeah. and there's a couple different wrenches along the road. Um, it is in development still, so I wish I could say more about it, but I can't. It is. It's all it good. is historical fiction. What I is the way I would describe it: historical mm-hmm. fiction. Um. And I'm really excited about it. Awesome. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be, um, yeah, at an, a nice off-Broadway theater that I've, I've done some work at before. Um, and I'll make sure you guys all know about it. We so can... this is, like, I know there's off-Broadway and then there's, like, off-off-Broadway. Yeah. What is the difference? So that's a... Because you're, you're I, I, like, I, like, like, I have no idea. That's something that I recently learned. So off-off-Broadway is, you know, random black box theaters that are... Um, in a big building, you know, it's, there's a certain amount of credit accreditation that has to, that has to be involved in the theater that you're considering an off Broadway house. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you went online, you could Google a list of off Broadway houses and that will, that will come up. Mm -hmm. And the, the theater that it's the players theater, it's on McDougal street, right by NYU and, uh, Washington square park. Mm -hmm. Um, the players theater is an off Broadway house. Okay. So there's off, off Broadway, which is like. So like off, could, off could... Broadway is like, have you seen La La Land? Yes, I have. It's I like her it. little like random like theater in the corner, like when she has her little one woman show. That would be off. That's off. like off off. Okay. It yeah, I think that in New York City, what you would consider off off is something that's along those lines, mm-hmm. and off Broadway is more of um, you know, you, you still feel like you're sitting in the theater, but it's not, you know, it's mm-hmm. not the so like, Richard Rodgers theater, like Stump. That's off Broadway. Correct. And Correct. what else was off Broadway that I've seen? Um, Avenue Q has been off Broadway. Okay, I have been years. trying to see Avenue Q since I was eleven years old. You can get tickets. I it's, know. I'm just so cheap. I, it, it's you, you can get good tickets to that for like twenty bucks a pop. Oh my god, where? I, I I still haven't seen it off Broadway, and I played Trekkie at Rutgers. Oh my god, I like I've been wanting to see that, and I remember my mom was like, "No," because there was like. No, we're Puppets gonna go. We're gonna sex, go. We're doing it. Oh it yeah, there's so funny. There is puppet sex, and that's probably one of the best scenes. <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. I really wish I could have seen it like so long ago, but yeah. I need. We let's go see it. Totally. Like I'm down. You free? Down as a clown. Like later, later than that. Like, I'm, later I'm always okay. free for theater. <laughs> let's go see Avenue Q. Theater with friends. Yes. That's gonna um, be the name of the episode. Theater with theater friends. Theater with friends. <laughs> I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your ultimate goal? As an actor, my ultimate goal as an actor. Um, it's funny because a lot of people are like, "Oh, you want to be an actor? Well, remember us when you're rich and famous, and you know, take us to ritzy parties when you know that all happens." <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have any interest in being famous or, mm-hmm. or you know, having a lot of money. Um, I think success for me, what success looks like is um, being able to make a comfortable living by doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is, it, it seems so simple, but it's it's a, it's a jungle out there, you know? It so is. So being able to make a living comfortably, and I'm, I'm, I'm setting a very specific goal for myself, which mm-hmm. is 
um, you know, be able to take care of a family one day if I ever have one um, and provide for myself. And I, I know what I like to have. And, mm-hmm. and to be able to do that by pursuing my art mm-hmm. and being truthful and, 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 you know, telling stories, that's just a dream come true. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. And then you also, oh my gosh. Okay, so you're, you do a lot. <laughs> you do a lot. I'm a busy guy. I do a lot of things. Yeah, so like before we were talking, you said that you like get your bread by being, what are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an advertising consultant. Mm-hmm. So that's just a fancy way of saying I help people sell advertising campaigns to other people. Oh, that's cool. So I help, I help advertising campaigns come into fruition. Okay. And yeah. Like that's, that's what I, uh, I was thinking about this earlier, how like there's the things that you love to do mm-hmm. and then there's like a way that you get money. <laughs> 100%. Because some some of the thi- like granted a lot of people have found success like doing what they love and being mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and doing all that, but for some of us it's it's not always attainable. Like I love to dance, you know that. Yeah. Matt, I don't think I could have ever been a dancer, like just a dancer. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people I've met, um, like in classes and like on auditions and stuff. That's all they do. That's... And I'm like, all right, like Live, have fun, sleep, eat, and breathe it. That's and... crazy to me, but it's it's beautiful at the same time because it it's like people would sacrifice so much to do what they love if they have like such a like a passion and if they have um, just like they just know that they can do something with it. Yeah. For me, I don't know. I got stiff legs and I'm lazy. So <laughs> I knew I was You're not, not lazy. I have become lazy in my age. Like two, three years ago, like when I was fresh out of college, I went on like auditions and I did this and I did that. And then like I just got so into my writing. I'm like, eh, dance classes, like those can wait. And then, it, like, the the load of dance classes that I had taken went mm-hmm. from, like, several a month to, like, maybe two a year. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, like, lazy in that sense. Like, totally. It just, it's, I, not, I, it's not where my, my heart is anymore. Oh, absolutely. I feel similarly, you know, to the way I used to pursue being a bassist or a guitarist mm-hmm. in a band. And now, you know, when I play music, it's for me in yep. my room. Mm-hmm. To... My friend and I are going to go to a, like a dance class in a couple of days. And I'm just like, I don't care to feel like the best dancer anymore. You just want to do it because yep. it makes you happy. It does. It releases something in you that has to be released. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. And that's... that's Lots that's... of sweat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually what it is. Hey, it does not have to be released. Like, it's got to be done. I sweat a lot this weekend. I feel awesome today. So. What did you do? I went to a, a, a rave and I danced a lot. <laughs> But I'm not a good dancer. I That's just look like a weirdo. I imagine. I look like did. a freak. But it was so much fun. That's all that matters. Yeah. So how do you like juggle all your jobs? Um <laughs> Do you sleep? No. Okay. No, I sleep sometimes. Uh I, I could probably use some more sleep, to be honest with you. But I you know, it's just focusing on what the priority is in the moment mm-hmm. and making sure everything gets done and, and something that I've learned the hard way is, you know, I've always been a yes man. Of course, yes, this, that, and the other thing. They can all, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. But you can't. If yeah. you if you want to be serious about anything, mm-hmm. my opinion is you got to pick your battles. Yep. And That's something I am slowly starting to learn because you're going to overwhelm yourself. You're mm-hmm. going to just like, I feel like you're going to, oh, it's so easy to burn out in these so streets. So easy. <laughs> it's so, and, so simple. And, you know, kind of, you know, what we were talking about before we started, um, this is such a city of people who do this, that, and the other mm-hmm. thing. And, like, everyone's three things. And, actually, a great friend of mine it has a podcast called Five to Nine. And it's about everything. Is that Shanna's Bay? Yes. Okay, she was telling Who's, me about that. Yeah, he's my big in my fraternity back in the day when we were look in school. At, look, six degrees of I separation. I totally set them up. Oh, look at that. Well, kind of. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, he, he started this podcast, and it's awesome. Give it a listen. It's, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just interesting because, you know, he interviews people who have all these cool projects that are amazing, mm-hmm. and they happen not from 9 to 5, but from 5 to 9. Oh, that's like, wh- what yeah. time is it right now? Jana? It's, it's 727, 7.27. And we're still going mm-hmm. because that's what we do. So, I mean, I it's – and, you know, sometimes I don't get everything done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of my favorite entrepreneurs 
um, I was just listening to something that um, Garvey Vaynerchuk. Mm-hmm. That um, is Gary, a name. Gary Vaynerchuk. That is a name. Yeah, he started VaynerMedia, which is an awesome ad agency that mm-hmm. is just growing and growing mm-hmm. and doing more and more cool shit. And, um, you know, one of the greatest things that I was listening, I was listening, and I don't like to listen to him that much, but he was saying, you know, sometimes it's okay. You didn't get, you didn't get that done. You, mm-hmm. It didn't work out the way you wanted it to work out. Mm-hmm. Best thing you could do is acknowledge it. And then just let it go. <laughs> what I notice is that when I want to get a lot of stuff done, like I have like I have a humongous planner. I left it at the office because it's so bulky and I don't even want to carry it. Mm-hmm. But um, I notice that like when I write things down, I get as much as I can done until like I feel like my personal locomotive runs out of steam. And I can always tell I'm just like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, I cannot do that today. And it's okay. And I've done Unless enough. there's things that, you know, it's not okay, but then you wouldn't let that happen because you would, you know, mm-hmm. people prioritize mm-hmm. things. Um, so it's it's definitely um, a long journey of learning that. And Absolutely. I'm still mm-hmm. on the journey of mm-hmm. learning that. And I don't think I'll ever stop. So You're such a good talker, Dan. What? No. <laughs> so Get out of here. What are some of the tips you can offer aspiring actors? Wow. Because it is a God, hard I'm, world. I'm still looking for tips, so send them my way. But <laughs> I, I guess for people who were, you know, in a position that I was in, um, you, you got to stay hungry. You got, you know, sometimes you can't let your ego get in the way mm-hmm. of, you know, parts that you're offered or jobs that you're offered. Because, mm-hmm. you know, being in high school drama club, you know, being in, in university theater, you know, as you work up in the tiers of, of something like this, um, you got to learn to to be humble. Mm-hmm. And, okay, you know what? I'm in the ensemble, but this is an awesome show. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do – I'm going to take this seriously. The best that I can and in this ensemble. And go hard yeah. and make it better. Mm-hmm. And one of the best experiences I've ever had in a show was – as an ensemble member, it was incredible. It was one of my favorite favorite pieces of theater. But also, I think it's really important to um, to do the work. So, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, acting, what, what kind of work is there to do? You either have it or you don't. That's, in my opinion, false. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. learning that now because I am i didn't study acting in college. I, I didn't, you know, it, it was something I did in co-curricularly in high school. Mm-hmm. But now I'm in a school that is teaching me a very, very specific process and method. Mm-hmm. And it's blowing my mind every single day. So I think you got to do the work. Mm-hmm. And now I'm realizing I've been so fortunate to have done what I've done even before going to this school, mm-hmm. um, which wasn't that much. But now this school is going to give me the tools that I need to, uh, to take it to studying? the next level. What are you studying? A little shout out to the William Esper Studio. Shout out. Shout out to the William Esper Studio. It's a fantastic establishment. Um, it's been in, It's been around since the 60s. And it it has put out some of the most raw and incredible talent. Sam Rockwell just won a lot of yes. awards for three billboards. Oh outside my gosh! Of okay, have you seen any he of the Oscars movies? I've seen almost all of them, and okay. I'm making it a point this year to make sure I see. His, uh, I think I still have to see Call Me by Your Name and Shape of Water. I heard that Shape of Water is like very hard to actually find. Like they're not showing them very many in very many places. Really? So I, oh, something, I read I... something like that today. It was like uh, the best right. movie you can't see. I'm like, damn, hmm, interesting. That sucks. I, well, I've only seen two of them. I'm kind of embarrassed. Which ones? I saw obviously Get Out because it was just like, <laughs> duh. It's so good. I, I saw that alone. Really? Yeah. Sometimes it's good to go to movies. <laughs> I go to alone, the movies though. all the time alone. I went to the movies last week alone. I saw Black Panther by myself. I want to see... I hear it's awesome. Okay. I'm not going to spoil anything. Don't. But it's beautiful. Okay. It's like just beautiful to look at. I can't wait. Um, I'm so excited. And then I saw I, Tanya by myself. I see most movies by myself. Let me... We don't live that far from each other. Next time you go well, to te- Okay. Here's up. the thing. Technically... Okay. So I was like tech... Everybody. I was just hired full time hey. by my office like two weeks ago. So yeah. my family... Um, my dad's childhood home is in Brooklyn. So they still, like, um, my uncle still lives there. They've zhuzzed it up, even though, like, my grandparents are gone. Um, and there's, like, a whole bottom floor. They're like, hey, there's a room here for you. When you get that full-time job, just let us know. We'll, we'll get you a cute little futon. You dress it up how you need to, and you live here. So five days a week I live in Brooklyn. And on the weekends I go back to my little home in Jersey H-town. and make sure that everything is running. And, uh, yeah, I think within the next maybe year – and a half, 
when does my sister graduate next year oh god so by hopefully next year i'll be in new york all the time like well, full time to live with my own like little place that's fantastic yeah well let me know yeah I'm, I'm well, i don't have to see movies by myself anymore. yes <laughs> but i do i do like the feeling of sitting alone and just like not to... i don't know my all my friends have little quirks when i see movies with them I think the biggest quirk out of them is just like when you're watching and they're like, did you think that was funny? I did. And I'm like, I I don't oh, want you to talk to hell me. Hell no, that would not fly. <laughs> I'm Ask like, I don't want you to talk to me. Whenever we're watching something like, you know, in a group in my living room, if I miss anything, mm-hmm. I'm like, uh-uh, we got to rewind. This is why I stopped. I can't miss mm-hmm. that. I stopped watching like award shows with people. I'm like, I can only watch things alone now i've become like a curmudgeon in the sense I'm of the same way. like watching things it. i'm like everyone just stop shut like up. just don't sh- sh- don't speak just shut up yep but what's been your favorite like oscar movie oh that's a tough one i tell you you know what i tell you was fire allison so... janney is a treasure <sighs> she, she's always I mean, been a treasure like i don't chemistry... think i don't think i've ever seen anything that I didn't like Alice and Janney in. She's incredible. She's, she's a force. such a good she's actress. She's truly a force to be reckoned with. Um, her, and, and the chemistry between her and Margot, Margot Robbie mm-hmm. was beautiful. So good. And was so that, well was, that was truly an incredible piece. But um, Three Billboards, I think, I'm going to have to say, is my favorite one right All now. All right. And I'm not biased. Um, <laughs> I'm not biased. No, I, I truly think like that movie, it made me laugh. It made me cry. It made me feel so many raw emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I left that theater and I was just like, "This is why I do what I do." Nice. And like, that's just it. It, oh, was, it was amazing. I guess incredible. I have to see that. If it wins, I, I definitely have to see it. Please now. do. Please do. Because I usually like make a point to see the Oscar-winning mm. film. Of course, I, I recently just got around to seeing Moonlight. Ah. And. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, that movie gutted me. It's so I did not see that by myself. (laughs) I saw it with someone in the theater. Yeah. And it was it was so beautiful. I've been like like thinking about that movie for so long, trying to figure out where I was gonna see it. Turns out my roommate has it on DVD and it's just been sitting in my apartment and I could have watched it months ago. (laughs) But um yeah, so I saw that and wow, it was it was so beautifully done. Beautiful. Man. So, but my, my votes for three billboards. All right. On, official on the record. Okay. We said it. Put it in the docket. It's happening. <laughs> Close the envelope. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think everyone should see that movie. And you know, a lot of people, like I had a conversation with someone who was like, I, I don't like it. I think it's colorblind. And I, oh. and I was like, oh, and that was before I saw it. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to check it out and I'll let you know. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, I disagree. I think different it's strokes for different folks. Holy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to think. Totally. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't have a desire to see Call Me By Your Name. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just like we've seen that kind of movie before. Yeah. I have and that's less why of a I probably to, don't want to see it. But I'm I'm definitely going to try to see that it. That kid is a little cutie though. He is. He's he blew up like in a second. And he's and like I'm a, sure a, he's also in Lady Bird too. Okay, that's what I need to see. Lady Lady Bird okay. I need to see. Can I can I I'm not trying to Go right ahead. Pop your bubble. Oh, God. That's not... It's it's fantastic. It's not don't, an oscar Don't get film. me wrong. No, I, I wouldn't say that. I would not say that. I would just say <laughs> that for me, it was like, wow, that was a great movie. Okay, I'm hungry. What are we doing next? Like, uh, it wasn't... Did it, like, make you feel much after? Yeah. Okay. Like, when, when, I mean, this is just me, but when I leave a theater and I just saw a film that was like, you know, really riveted me... Um, I leave that theater for the next couple of days, at least for the next couple of hours. I am thinking about that, and I'm drawing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm connecting dots. That's how the I dots. feel with um, Black Panther. Yeah, I'm still talking I, I about it. I can't wait to see it. I was gonna see it again yesterday, but I thought my nails getting done was a lot of oh, <laughs> a little bit more important. Let me see. Let me see. They look good now. Damn. <laughs> Girl, I, lo- I love that color. I love that thank color. You. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Lady Bird was great. It just wasn't my favorite. Okay. But I think you should see it. Okay. I'll take your word for yeah, it. That's what I think. All right, awesome. So our last segment of the show is called Unpopular Opinions. Oh. <laughs> and you just give an unpopular opinion. I kind of did, but I can try like, give an, You can give another one. Can I rustle I have to, another one? This is technically my like 11th or what episode is this, 12? One of the two. 12th unpopular opinion. But I've given several like in intermittently. Okay. I do have one today. Um, okay, so, like, I don't even know how to say it. It's not, like, bad. Mint chocolate things 
are not that good to me. Oh, no. I don't think... For me, it's like, say you just brush your teeth and then you ate, like, chocolate. That's what it reminds me of every time. Oh, like, no, it's not like that. To me, I, it's, it's to me. To me. It's the, like, I totally, don't... Like, I like York peppermint patties have oh, always God. been trash to me. This is so good. Um, Thin mints, forget it. Garbage. Sorry. They're not the best Girl Scout cookie. Everyone needs to stop. Everyone knows that Samoas are the best Girl Scout. No! Ew, <laughs> Samoas are even worse. What, though, what are you I don't like say, coconut, so I'm like, ew, Samoas are trash. Dosey so are trash. What's left then? Um, I like the okay, they used to be called all abouts. I don't know what they're called anymore. They're Which like shortbread on the top, chocolate on the bottom. Okay, those are pretty good. There's also a new one. Are you a big shortbread fan? I do like shortbread. And I think it's oh, because... Oh, do I have I, I a honest... surprise for you? <laughs> There's shortbread in there? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what kind of shortbread? Homemade. I'll give okay. you one after the show. Okay, I can't perfect. wait. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but, I, I didn't um, make them, but... Um, there's a new Girl Scout cookie that's like s'mores. That's trash. Because the chocolate is like obviously artificial. <laughs> like I think it's because... Don't they all have to be like... Isn't there like a new thing? It has to be like organic or gluten free or one Ew. of the many things that I wouldn't be are surprised. Now. That's probably why that tastes so bad. Yeah, because it's like f- obviously fake plastic chocolate. Ew. But for me, like mint chocolate things, I think it's just, I just think it's gross. Um, most mint flavored things, if it's not like an actual mint, I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, okay. there's um. Like like something that you would put in your mouth after eating. A yeah, bread like thing. ew, like who like wants, an icebreaker? Yeah, like, like a, who? Gum. Yeah, who would want? Okay, this is another thing. Shamrock shakes from McDonald's also Ooh, trash. I don't think I've had one of those since high school. Those are disgusting. I remember people in high school used to go bananas over them. I I'm do like, too. These, I'm like, really? Raritan high school went nuts over that. Fuck Raritan high school. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think about that place and how much I hate it like regularly. It was definitely an experience. An experience. Um, <laughs> I, I I look back at my high school years and I'm like. Wow. There's a lot of good stuff going on. But there's also a lot of really bad stuff going on. I think I have, I think I'm still the same. Like, ugh. I was eh in high school. Like, I didn't care about that place and then I don't care now. Yeah. It's... Like, I, I think I only went back to be like with my dancers because the mm-hmm. studio that I taught at always has their show at Raritan. So you guys I would, were like, so great. Go through the door and be like, Ugh, here we go again. Like it's just, ugh, ugh. it's it's a pit feeling for sure. It, it's so weird. Like all those feelings of just not wanting to be there just yeah. come right back. But what are, in high school I was I still the top dancer. Don't get it twisted. And she then, was fantastic. <laughs> and then I also for everyone out there, she was you were great. Thanks. Oh yeah, and then um, I had my own little like segment on the morning announcements you where I talked about music. So I'm glad that that so, manifested. Guys, this was in the making. This yep. was in the making. Raritan saw it first. Hashtag yeah. Raritan saw it first. That's awesome. Wow, I I totally remember you being on there now. Yeah, I like had my like it was the TV production class, and um, we started doing like morning announcements as we got better equipment. And my I remember when they used teacher, to be on that phone thing. Do you remember they were literally the in the office? It was just like, oh, um, good morning, Raren in high school. Wow, this is Miss Rafter. <laughs> that was atrocious. It, is sound, it was it, so much it better when they got the... Like yeah, we got like um, projectors and we got better equipment. And I was in first period TV production. And my TV production teacher was like, oh, we're going to start doing more like on the morning announcements and I'm like oh I have an idea and then I did my music show I yes, talked about Shana. all kinds of stuff and then I'm like this is so cool and now look at me yeah. doing that thing I love this thing this but yeah thing. long story short mint stuff mint chocolate stuff is nasty and mint when it's not like an actual mint is nasty too wow so shamrock I, I shakes to, thin mints I have um, to agree to disagree with you Yorks and um yeah, just nasty. I, I can agree with Although you on min- shamrock shakes. That's nasty. Yeah, I mean, it's McDonald's. But I love thin mints, Gina. It's I just... love my uh, thin mints. It's just... No, no, so. no. There's another, like, mint... Oh, mint chocolate chip ice cream is not that great either. I love it. It's just, like... It's just... I don't want to be... Like, ice cream is cold already. 
It's like just overpowering that mint. It's just I hear don't you. need it. I hear you. It's just so unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that yeah, that's my unpopular opinion. Sorry okay. about it. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna go get me some mint chocolate chip ice cream after this but, and be like <laughs> I mean like I'll eat it, I just not my favorite. True. Oh, I remember at my college they had the nastiest mint chocolate chip ice cream. Well, if you get bad mint chocolate chip ice cream, it, it just is ruins gross. your whole time. Because yeah. it tastes like a freaking shamrock shake, and it's <laughs> that, that's just <laughs> shamrock shake. The the blue dye number. It's just nasty. Whatever. It's, yeah, it's gross. It, mm-hmm. it, it tastes like artificial crap. Mm-hmm. But um, if you do it right. <laughs> but if you do it hey, right, <laughs> it's also a great accent to like other fleet like no like i'm a i'm a big fan of like going to a ice cream shop which i don't do that often um i never really crave ice cream i do like every single day if i see ice cream (laughs) then i'm gonna be like oh yeah but like it's never like you have a separate stomach for ice cream like you always find food room in your tummy to like eat ice cream. oh don't get me wrong once i'm eating the ice cream and the ice cream is in front of me it is Mm -hmm. all bets are off what's your favorite ice cream flavor Wow, um, good question. <laughs> wow, oh, emotional complexity. I just, oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm just a chocolate fan in general. So you see, I think that's why, because just I don't things like that are chocolate. Like, oh, forget about it. If you, oh, you know what it is? Any type of coffee chocolate mix for me. Uh. Like throw some brownies or some type of fun thing in an ice cream, and then I usually accent it with some like coffee, some coffee flavored ice cream. Oh. And then, you know what? If I'm feeling real nuts, I'll <laughs> if put I'm feeling... some mint chocolate chip <laughs> no! on top of it. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> And just, no. just, just to gross you out. Oh, no, oh my kidding. God. No, but Ugh. definitely chocolate and its friends. And friends. <laughs> chocolate and chocolate friends. Chocolate and its associates. Its associates. Chocolate and sun. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was so funny, like that PC Richard and, and son. son. Like, <laughs> I wonder what I the son's like. I wonder yeah, what, what he's, what's like, his what he's about. <laughs> I'm gonna write a play about that kid. <laughs> he's just like maybe just like a down on his luck kid. Yeah. What if he? What if he is? <laughs> they gave him like a buffalo nickel and was like, "Go, yeah, kill it, kid." Live your dreams. And son. Wow. Imagine and just son. being the end son of someone. Oh, my God. Oh my. Okay, that reminds me of... Um, there's a show out called um, Our Cartoon President. I just saw an ad for Oh, that. my God. It's so funny. There's a whole episode... They're really going there. It's so funny. There's an episode about how, like, Eric Trump just, like, sucks, and he's the booger of the family, and how he, like... He's trying to be like, he is! And <laughs> if it's not Tiffany, it's Eric. Sorry. Um, so... The whole episode, they make Eric try to be like a Trump, like a Trump stunt double, and they're like, "Oh, we're so proud of you! Like he's doing something worthwhile, because <laughs> he just sucks." Yeah. It, was, it was just really funny. Oh man! God. But what, what's your unpopular opinion? Oh my god! I don't know. Uh. Um. Oh wow! It oh, just god. came to me. <laughs> oh god! What is it? It just came to me. Um. Okay, here, here it goes. I am not a huge fan of South Park. Oh my god! Okay, thank you. Um, I, you know, it's I, not that good. It's just like what did I just talk about? It's just like I don't remember what we were talking about before. But <laughs> it's if it's on. Oh, it's like ice cream for me. Like if it's if it's there and I am like and everyone in the room is mm-hmm. watching it, I'll sit there and I'll watch it and I'll be like, wow, this is really funny. Like this is good writing. Like. Oh, the writing is superb. Parker and Stone, yeah. like they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I'm never gonna. But it's be like, like not. I'm oh, gonna sit I here can't and wait to get home <laughs> and watch, so I can South, watch Park. South Park. Like yeah. I will never say those words. Mm-hmm. But um, I just thought it was always so like, while the writing is good, it's so like crude for no reason. It's so crude. Like I remember there the was one shtick. episode about. Dang, I can't remember. I can't remember it, but I remember it was be it was just all of them ridiculous for no reason. I think it had to do with like a mentally disabled person, and I'm yeah. like, now this is not funny to me. It's yeah. just like crude I mean, like, and cruel. Some of the shit that they do is really, mm. really like upsetting to mm-hmm. certain people, mm-hmm. and I can totally understand why. But to, you know, some people that really makes them happy. I mean, I always see the tail end of it when Broad City is on. Yeah, because Broad oh. City comes on after it, and I'm like, oh, I, I have Broad to City. watch the last two seconds of. South Park, pissed. Yeah, but <laughs> like, I guess that I'm. I'm trying to think. 
I definitely have more. Because it's still been on. It's been on forever. Oh, it's one like, of the longest running so animated things. Yeah, for sure. It's like next to like Simpsons and like the SpongeBob. Yeah. Man, SpongeBob is a classic. SpongeBob is a classic. <laughs> I I remember when that was like a new show. We were we were we were like children. we we lasses and lads. We were children, and I think it came out like nineteen ninety nine. It must yeah maybe oh definitely God. the late nineties, and I remember being like in my little kid brain. I remember being like. That's stupid. <laughs> and here I am, like, there's a Broadway musical, and I I was thinking go about it. going to see that. Too. I heard it's actually good. They have, like, it's... $45 tickets. Yeah. Let's which go. I might be able to get you cheaper tickets. Oh, shit. So Let's go see SpongeBob. We'll, we'll make it happen. I heard it's very good, too. I heard, like, yeah, I heard it's entertaining. Um, U2 wrote the music and, like, a bunch of other Did rock they? bands. Yeah. Whoa. Like, I know there's, like, a song written by, like, Brendan Urie. Whoa. Who is a national treasure, by the way. Yeah. I saw him in Kinky Boots. Really? That boy. You know, I still haven't seen Kinky Boots. Sing. Oh my god. Like I I had I knew that Brendan Urie could sing, mm. but I feel like when you're on Broadway and you're singing, it's completely different from being in the studio and he can sing. Yeah. Like Brendan Urie can sing. Wow. I just saw Hamilton for the first time. <gasps> at, at years I'll never after. see that ever yeah, because I don't have money or I mean, patience. I got real lucky. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got real lucky. Um but it is so freaking cool. Did you see Book of Mormon? Speaking of no, South Park, no, I haven't. Yeah. Neither have I. But I hear I that's heard it's awesome wonderful. Too. Yeah, yeah, I hear that's amazing. My sister just saw it. But yeah, South. My sister just saw it too. Wow, and our sisters are in the same grade. Oh my god, look at that! I'm I feel gonna, like they're friends. They probably are. I wouldn't be. Surprised. I feel like our sisters are like the kind of people who would be friends with everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'll call her after this, and I'll be like, like, "Do you know?" By the way. <laughs> well, so what's up? I was just on a show. Yeah, South Park is just. I don't Not know. my favorite. The only episode I remember enjoying, they did like a like a Jerry spit like a Jerry Springer spinoff, and mm. there's like this fat little child. She's like, whatever, I'll do what I want, and that's like the whole. Th- that's like the only episode I. <laughs> wow, remember that was a really enjoying. good impression. Whatever, whatever, I'll do what I want, and that's like the best episode I saw, and well, I quote that to this day. It's hysterical. That was really good. That was really good. I'm <laughs> I'll like, do what I want. yeah, I was gonna say, do it one more time, please. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I do remember that. I don't think I have any more. I think that's like... They're I've, all going to come to me as soon as we mm, cut. I think I've done and, enough damage for one day yeah. with my mint chocolate hate. Yeah, but, um, mint chocolate hate. That was all for And Friends with Jana Jefferson. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JNA Jefferson. And then follow the show on Instagram at And Friends Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, the podcast app, and Google Play, where you can stay up to date on new episodes when they become available. And if you'd like to be a guest host on the show like our friend Dan, hit me up at andfriendsguest at gmail.com and we'll keep in touch. Extreme thanks to my guest host for today, Dan English, for being incredible. Do you have anything to promote? Um, I wish I could plug your show, plug the show, but I can't yet. Um, legally, um, (laughs) or I would be out, but, um, y'all can follow me on Instagram at darn English. That would be pretty cool. Darn English. English. Yeah, that darn English. He just, did you ever see that darn cat? Am I the only one that's seen that? You know who I think told me about that? And then I never looked at it. Shanna. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, Shanna. I'll go watch the darn cat with her. (laughs) But yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on the show. This is fantastic. I love what you guys are doing. Thanks. Thanks. Of course. So before the show like officially, officially ends, to give, to like preface this, last year since we were all like living in Trump's America for the first time and it was scary. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like gave you like a heart attack. I was just listening to a different podcast on the way here and it was just. It's atrocious. <laughs> what I just heard was but, um, terrifying. What, what we did last year, we would give like an FU to Donald before the show ends. But now that we're like, we're a little bit more like long in the tooth in Trump's America. We get it. We know how to deal with it. It's like kind of like a rash. Like we know how to deal with it now that we've been like living with it for yeah. as long as we have. You can, you know, put yeah, the anti A little, little on, ointment on it and little... just like let it sit and just let it be. But now we do... Um, like a what he should do instead of tweeting, like a little like um like a positive. Kind I love of thing. that. Okay. So instead of tweeting, this week I think that Donald Trump should um get off Twitter and enact some stricter gun control laws. I was just about and to say stop that. being a fucking idiot. Yeah. Because what he's doing right now, jumping around the issue, blaming the children, blaming the school for what happened in um, Florida, is not right. 
And then he's like, oh, no, it's the FBI didn't pay attention to him because they were so busy paying attention to me in this fake Russia probe. Like, That's first disgusting. of all, this Russia probe is not fake because everyone keeps getting fired and uh, getting in trouble for lying about it. So you're it's, an idiot. I just listened to yesterday's episode, one day behind yesterday's <clears throat> episode of The Daily, the New York Times podcast, mm-hmm. and it's terrifying what is me. going on in terms of how intense Russia was involved. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I I think that we should support the walkout, the school walkout. Oh, absolutely. I think if there's anything that I want to throw into the end of the show, it's um, if I was still in high school, I think everyone should walk out and until this shit's fixed. So. Absolutely. Did you see um, the speech that that young girl gave? Well, she wasn't a young girl. She was a teenage girl who was, I think she might have like been shot at the school but she survived. Wow. And she gave like a whole big thing about how like this is BS and people need to start listening to millennials and younger people because we do know what's going on, but no one's listening to us because of our age. That's kind of like why I did this podcast. But at the same time, that's not, it's not about me right now. It's about the kids. No, absolutely. Um, but she was very powerful. And I, she was, I definitely sent she to gave me, wanna, me chills. Her name was, um, dang, I can't remember her name, but it, I'll look it up. She was so strong and just the conviction that she spoke with really spoke to me. And I think that people really need to start listening to young people because we it's we're inheriting this bullshit yeah. and it's not right. It's but not. we are paying attention because we have no choice. Her name is Emma Gonzalez. Emma Gonzalez. And she was really, really awesome. But well, yeah. I'm going to take a look at that as soon as we finish. It's like a seven minute long speech. And she's just she's a hero. An American hero. But yeah, that's what he should do instead of tweeting. Uh, fix that. Fix those gun control laws. Make them a little bit strict. Not a little bit. A lot of bit. A lot. A, lot. a bit stricter. Totally so needs to be revamped. So these sort of issues don't happen It, it should anymore. not be happening. There were uh, so many red flags. Exactly. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's tragic. All these different, like he had all these different Instagram pages with like pictures of these guns and he was writing on youtube comments about how he's gonna be a school shooter like we what it's despicable and all these people saying that there's people watching you through the webcam and your laptop and you can't you can't like the writing was on the wall it's stupid this is stupid so dumb and then people are people are worrying about his like political affiliation and what a lot it doesn't matter he's a school shooter he killed innocent people and this needs to stop and that's plain simple point blank period let's go eat some mint chocolate chip ice cream yes (laughs) i have shortbread for you oh yeah shortbread (laughs) but that is all for and friends um oh my god guys guess what we have another episode next week before, so we don't have like another break. But that that's like this is like the last time. Then we're having a break because like your girl needs a break. You hear the laughter? I did. But um, Someone yeah. Because it's really funny that you need a break. <laughs> <laughs> it's same. <laughs> I do need a break. But um, yeah. Tune in next week because we got some more fun to be had. So later. Bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs>